Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Helen Nguyen, CEO and co-founder of 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hi there, Wellness Wednesday listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. This is a pretty milestone-esque episode because we are nearing season three of our podcast, Wellness for Washington Women, and and just so humbled and excited to sit down again and record another episode. It's it's going to be our 150th episode. So cool. When we first started on this, I was still recording in one of our exam rooms. We had nothing put together. And just to see how far along come is just really cool. And now I even have a team that that edits everything and makes me sound good. Just so grateful for that. But I, I'm so excited to kick off this season three with a new guest speaker. Her name is Nicole Christensen. And she is someone that I've been following on Facebook and Instagram, social media. And I've just been so impressed with how she markets and brands herself, the importance of this topic that she really extends to people who want to learn the importance of holistic maternity care. And I was like, I told Teresa who edits all of our episodes, I was like, Teresa, can you please get in touch with her so I can get her on? So thank you so much, Nicole, for jumping on to this episode with me today. Really honored to have you and and just thank you so much for your willingness. No, really. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really honored to be here. This is really big for me as well. Being a small business, one stop <laughs> shop, it's a one woman show kind of thing I have going on over here. So yeah. this is really lovely. I'm excited to talk to you. So Aww. thank you. And hopefully reach other people. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. We love our women owned businesses, especially tiny, you know, but mighty. I'm under five feet. So that counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you know, just again, just watching you kind of your business unfold on in, on social media. And I it was just like, we need to get her on a podcast. So Nicole, please introduce yourself once more, like what your background is, who you are, what you do and where you're located. Cause that's all fun information. Sure. So my name is Nicole Christensen and mm-hmm. I am the owner, creator and certified doula mm-hmm. for my business called Holistic Maternity Care. And that's holistic with a Y. My focus is on wholeness, holiness in motherhood. That's kind of my little slogan. I have a couple of slogans, but that one seems to be the the one that sticks. So I I am. I'm a certified birth and postpartum doula currently with a lot of other fun certifications on the way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I am located out of downstate New York, the Hudson Valley in particular. We do not consider ourselves upstate. Sorry, (laughs) Long Island and city folk. We are not upstate. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I'm about 50 miles north, so we're just a train ride away from where we are. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, so I, I service the Hudson Valley, New York, and Western Connecticut, because I'm right there on the border. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, anywhere from Lower Connecticut, from the Sound, all the way up past Danbury and out through Waterbury. So I do a lot of yeah, a lot of connections over there as well. So I'm, I'm in a really fun place. And yeah, I, I have branded myself particularly as a Catholic and Christian faith-based doula mm-hmm. and birth worker. I really wanted to not be shy about the reason that I got into this. That's kind of been the driving force, not mm-hmm. just in my life on a whole level, you know, mm-hmm. an overall level, but mm-hmm. in the way that I want to serve women and mothers and, and families ultimately is to be able to do it through this lens. And mm-hmm. the biggest way I got into it was from my First doula, who I'm going to shout out, visitation birth doula. Thank you, Maggie, for being there for me for my first birth, but also branding herself as a Catholic doula. She's over in Virginia now, so it's a little far for me. And she really inspired me a lot, not really just in being there and being herself. I mean, that was one of the biggest, biggest things. And during that birth time, it was the end of COVID when I had my first, it was the end of 2020. So that really played a huge role mm-hmm. in that. And yeah, and on top of that, my, I have a background in human services and Catholic ministry. So I've been mm-hmm. very involved both in working with very diverse populations from residential and rehabilitative kind of stuff all the way through job placement and job creation for people with disabilities, eventually to running a a very, very large religious education program in my community, which was shorter lived than I expected because I then got married and had my two boys pretty quickly. So (laughs) priorities change. (laughs) Yes, yes. When children come around... It changes things for sure. Oh, changes yeah. things for sure. Well, thank you so much for sharing a bit more about yourself and where you're located and how people can can get in touch with you. If you could touch base on a little bit of what like what services you provide under the umbrella of holistic mm-hmm. maternity care and how does virtual doula care work? That's really interesting to me. So I decided to go with this kind of funny way of saying holistic or spelling it rather. Because for me, when a lot of people think holistic, they obviously think the whole person, the whole health. In a lot of ways that might be at least in like medical and stuff like that, you think, oh, holistic, it might not necessarily be medical intervention, but like it could be herbal, Mm -hmm. exercise, food, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you incorporate many different ways to kind of heal yourself in a sense, or have some sort of a treatment plan that might not necessarily include prescription medications or Mm -hmm. treatments. Mm -hmm. So people often think of the word holistic, I believe, like in that way. But for me, as a doula and birth worker, it's really about the whole person. Mm -hmm. And in, in the sense, the dignity which has been given to us through God, by God, by serving them through helping them understand their body, their mind, and their soul. So basically, not even understand, but to be able to support mm-hmm. those kind of three major facets um, mm-hmm. of being a human in a sense. Yeah. Body, mind, soul, it's, you know, coined term is used everywhere. A lot mm-hmm. of people know what that means. Yeah. So that's been a wonderful way of kind of focusing my business on that. So what does that mean for me? Body, doula work and birth work is a very physical job in some ways. And it's also 
pays attention a lot to the mother's physical needs or where she's at physically, whether it be fertility, whether it be pregnancy and birth, labor and birth and postpartum. You just think how much the body has changed just through going through those processes Mm. and to be able to walk and journey with the mother through that. I think that's important. So that might have it's, to do with educating. Yeah, um, it's such sorry. an intimate. Oh, sorry. I, I just, as I'm picturing no, how please. you're saying, like, I walk along pregnant women who this is such a transformative point in their lives. And it really gave me this image yeah. of like such an intimate partnership, such an intimate um, relationship that you have with your um, clients and patients. And as they, literally birth another human being into this world that's really intense (laughs) yeah well that's exactly it and I feel like it's hard I don't feel like you can fully give yourself your service in a sense because a doula means a woman who serves Mm. that's essentially what it is and so and yeah and to be let in into such an intimate space so for me it's important ideally that I work with a client as long as possible while she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. That way I have time not only to provide education, support and encouragement, to provide whatever it is she needs to feel as confident and comfortable as possible leading up to birth and postpartum. Mm -hmm. So you really want to build a very positive and comfortable relationship at that point. So it is definitely a very intimate journey Mm -hmm. for sure. And I think a lot of that goes in, it ties into the mind, Mm -hmm. because when you go in feeling more prepared about something or more armed with information and tools and resources to make the best possible decision for yourself and for your family, Mm -hmm. you generally, there is an association of lower, lower dissatisfaction. Essentially, you're more satisfied with the outcomes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, doulas cannot control outcomes, but they can very gratefully influence them Mm -hmm. depending on your skills and your disposition and where you're coming from. And that ties into the soul piece. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of almost like I look at it like a like you're climbing up a hill or a ladder Mm -hmm. or a mountain where body is like kind of while it's very important, it's almost like our lowest form, but essentially we want to feel so spiritually connected to our surrounding. And in this case, the experience of birth. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's about helping families and mothers specifically to very intentionally incorporate God into that experience. And I do that through my Catholic faith, of course, Mm -hmm. my clients to them um, in through that spiritual lens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really where I'm going with that when mm-hmm. I think of holistic. Um, yeah. It's kind of a long-winded answer for that. But no, I, it's beautiful um, because yeah. it really encompasses, you know, something that 3W really, um, I want to say do well as we uh, approach mm-hmm. the medical side of service. And we use the word holistic a lot. Yeah. We use the word wellness yeah. a lot because we're oh, taking yeah. into consideration mind, body, spirit, mental, you know, all of that, because the person that's sitting across from us is complex. They're not just coming in for this simple procedure or this simple service. And that's why we provide an hour long appointment time. And that's because we really want to 
and deeply desire a connection with our patients because there's always an underlining problem to the problem that's presenting itself physically. And we really, I think within women's health specifically, sometimes we're only treating the the surface level issues. We're only putting a Band-Aid yeah. oh, yeah. over the issue. You know, our bodies are mm-hmm. so complex. And yet, how do you rush through an appointment like that? How do you, which a lot of medical professionals do, it doesn't, it doesn't honor the person. It doesn't honor the problem that they're trying to fix or find a solution to or navigate. And it doesn't honor what their body is trying to tell them or us. So being able to slow down a conversation and say, okay, let's look at Mm -hmm. you as a whole person because you are a whole person and complex. And let's touch base on that a little bit and touch base on that a little bit and touch base. Okay. Now we can put the puzzle piece and look at it from a different point of view and say, ah, this is how all of these pieces intertwine. And that's what makes you so beautifully made and unique and, you know, all of that. So it's not just, yeah, yeah, it's not just scratching the surface of the situation. It's really digging down to the roots and how that person can really approach this problem and and potentially either go, okay, this is something I'm going to need to live with and embrace joyfully in this very, very vulnerable and yet rewarding and yet physical and spiritual and mental kind of stage in her life, it comes, I've never given birth before, so, you know, bear with me here, but from (laughs) what about I've seen, I've been in, you know, the labor situation with many people in Mm -hmm. my family and friends, it is a whole different vibe. (laughs) It is a whole experience. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's important. And I think just doulas in general are so mindful of that experience. Because mm-hmm. one, the majority of women are giving birth in the hospital setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them are giving births in birth centers if they are fortunate enough to have one close enough and available to them. Mm. And we are starting to see a greater movement of people Mm -hmm. actually having home births. Mm -hmm. So there's a really wide spectrum of birthing experiences. And it's, I find especially important, especially for those giving birth in the hospital setting, how much they might even more like need Mm. someone there to help facilitate that environment that Mm -hmm. is positive towards having a successful and healthy God willing, vaginal birth. But as I've learned as a doula, and as I've learned even just with my personal experiences, the mind is such a mental block to yes. giving natural birth. Yes. And I think that one is why a lot of people end up in C sections for a couple of reasons. Um, hospitals and OBs tend to be extremely impatient. Mm. Um, they just see birth as a revolving door. They want you in and they want you out. Mm. Um, and then second, women are not confident enough in their own individual birthing ability. And I found Mm. that I think that was a hindrance with myself. I ended up in with two C-sections myself. So I definitely resonate with my C-section moms. I'm like, I know what you went through or I know what Mm -hmm. that feels like, Mm. but it's still, it's very beautiful when I'm there for Mm. a vaginal birth. Cause I'm like, there is such 
natural beauty and awe. There's a reason our our body was meant to birth our baby there, mm-hmm. at least initially. I mean, praise God that we do have the medical and surgical intervention for cesarean because it is so life-saving for right, mothers right. and babies. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of them end in that, that probably didn't have to. That's where mm-hmm. really the issue comes in. Mm-hmm. For And a lot of doulas are seeing that. A lot of midwives are seeing that. So just to be able to help educate mothers in one, not not pushing them a certain way or this way, it's not about what I like and what I prefer, but helping them feel confident in the plan. So yeah. it really is just important to understand, like you'll, a lot of doulas will know what the brain method is to be able to help our clients use their brain. It's mm-hmm. a lovely acronym mm-hmm. for understanding the benefits, the risks, what is your intuition on a certain thing that is brought up? What are the alternates, I think, for mothers and, of course, husbands and whoever's in the support position with them to be armed as much as they they can handle, so to speak. Sure. So that if something does arise, they're confident in the choice that they make. So. Yeah, yeah. The mind is a powerful thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's, yes. that's exactly it. Yeah. 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 I'm curious. So if a, mm-hmm. if a client came to you and said, look, I, I would love a vaginal birth, but I'm also open to a C-section if necessary. Do, do doulas assist if a patient is like, no, nope, I'm, I'm going to go with a C-section because I'll, I like to plan my life and I like to, I mean, this is a very narrow type of situation I, I c-sections come in a variety of situations right but yeah, yeah, i, I can sure. think of two <laughs> two aunts of mine who were like no we're control freaks and we like to know <laughs> when the baby's coming and how the baby's coming so they literally planned like january 12th we're rolling in for a c-section would a doula be a tool that would be utilize in those types of situations or is that not an appropriate use of a doula in your opinion that is actually a really good question a lot of people wonder that so yes a doula still offers great value to people who know immediately or decide to have a c-section one there's a lot of preparation Mm. that they can still work through towards a c-section so one having maybe the postpartum recovery tools that Mm. they might need. Mm -hmm. So a doula can really educate on the postpartum and the recovery for them. And in a lot of cases, even be there for them for the recovery and especially the postpartum, you know, talking about what a C-section entails, Mm -hmm. uh, what they can expect. There are actually options for having a C-section that they might not know that they have. And this is obviously dependent on the hospital. Every hospital has different policies, different options, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something called a gentle C-section. Mm. So some mothers might opt for that. And that usually includes like a clear drapery where you can like see the baby through the other side. Whoa. These must be for the moms who really have good stomachs, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes, and again, it depends on the OR. Like mm-hmm. some hospitals are so accommodating they might be able to allow to play music in the background to even have the doulas in the operating room alongside the husband um, and things like that usually you can have one support person Mm -hmm. in the operating room so if it's 
uh, a single mother or someone who doesn't have a partner with them, Mm -hmm. um, a doula might be a great option to be there. Um, Hmm. Because again, then you're going to be in recovery for at least a good hour, just weaning off of all of the pain medication. So you might not even be able or feel comfortable enough to even hold your baby in those first moments. So there is definitely a lot of mental blocks that you might not expect Mm -hmm. with a C-section, even if you're prepared for it, or at least planning for it. Mm -hmm. And everyone's different. Everyone's going to be different. Yeah. Um, yeah, ideally you would want to have uh, a really good husband or the dad to be there for a C-section for sure because yeah. then you're just relying on nurses and nurses are coming and going and they're in and out and, and that can be pretty stressful. So yeah. it's just something to consider. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. I was just curious about that. I was like, hmm. But you're right. Yeah. There is There is a healing process afterwards. That can mm-hmm. be very – I've heard from friends that have had C-sections and family members have had C-sections that C-section yeah. recovery is even harder sometimes than vaginal. So having that extra person around is really, really helpful and really needed. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just going through a major abdominal surgery that cuts through seven layers of your body. You are – also coming out with another human being. So, you know, think about (laughs) that. Like there, either way, even with, you know, vaginal, like, you know, especially if you tear and you have to have a lot of stitches or Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be some level of recovery and uncomfortability while recovering. Right. But yeah, yeah, like with the C-section, they're like, oh, you can't lift more than 10 pounds. You Mm -hmm. have like at least a two week minimum recovery Mm -hmm. I mean, they, you can't drive. They don't want you walking up and down stairs. Like there are so many different, like I said, things that you can at least prepare her C-section mm-hmm. mother going into and making sure the home is set up before she leaves in a way she knows where she's staying, mm-hmm. knows where the baby's sleeping and all of that kind of preparation. It's just one other, you know, thing to think about that mm-hmm. might be different than if you were just, you know, just had a vaginal birth. Some women... They can bounce back great, and at least in terms of recovery, mm-hmm. in that side. <laughs> yes, yeah, but not everybody yeah. has that luxury, right? <laughs> no, no, we're of all so not. different. Yeah. We're all so different. Exactly. What what gap in the medical world do you think doulas are filling these days? Yeah, I I think the most important one. So I have like a, kind of two perspectives on it. I have kind of like just the physical and emotional perspective, where just having that person, um, especially coming off of like this COVID period we've, we've now experienced where Mm. sometimes, you know, you think about families, they can either be so overwhelming or you have people who just don't have family at all or family nearby. Yes. So having someone there to support you, you know, not just through pregnancy and birth, but especially in the postpartum, Mm -hmm. I think it fills such an important gap because a doula will understand the mother mm-hmm. in ways that sometimes family and friends might not, or mm-hmm. rather family and friends come in with their own perspectives and their own agendas. Mm-hmm. And it's very overwhelming for the mother whose body is experiencing a major hormonal shift right now right. in that transition. So I, I think it really helps fill kind of just, just the physical and the emotional and the mental support, like right off the bat. But for me, it also really fills the spiritual support Mm -hmm. because 
one, to have someone there to hold your hand if necessary. Um, and just someone to remind you that like, you know, you, you've done a beautiful thing. You're, you know, you are a beautiful person, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but to have that perspective that like, you're, you know, you're going through this and the Lord knows he understands he's there with you. He's journeying with you. There are people here to support you and understand that. And I, I do think that's kind of uh, one another way, which I guess does kind of tie in, into the first. But mm-hmm. I did want to also throw in there, and it's like I'm literally here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I'm here, like to to be there for you when you first get a pregnancy test. I'm there to be there for you as you're, you know, checking your pregnancy app and seeing how big your little baby is. Are mm-hmm. they as big as a peanut, or are they as big as a watermelon? <laughs> and then I'm literally there, and I think especially. For mothers who, again, don't have a partner, the confidence to not only give birth, but to be mothers and be the best mothers that they can be and to help them, again, not just materialistically, because the first thing we think of with people in need is material needs. And that is, that's our, you know, really our lowest needs when you Mm -hmm. think of like Maslow's hierarchy or something and Mm -hmm. you think, oh yes, our lowest needs is like, you know, food and shelter and like and it goes and then it gradually gets but our highest need is our spiritual need like mm. when it comes down to it mm. and you know filling and being a part of this larger movement of life that mm-hmm. I'm actually very passionate about and I had even said I'm like Lord I want to get so much more involved in this but I just don't know how and mm. you know I didn't want to just be like you know collecting diapers like I'm like there has to be something more to this and here we are there's doulas so mm-hmm. again that's it's a, that's a lot, but that's kind of really my my perspective coming from this in yeah. terms of like what doulas can do and how we can fill some of those gaps. There's so, there's probably so much more I'm forgetting or I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving out. Um, other doulas can can catch me on that, but it, for me and, and in my personal and business mission, mm-hmm. so to speak, which I, I'm a business, but I really I, I operate from the view of a ministry ultimately. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. beautiful. Thank you so much for, you know, sharing your your experience and your opinion about the importance of having someone to advocate for you. And I think as women, right. we are right. so um, relational. We're so, you know, we're emotional creatures that get n- not in the bad sense, but like we're emotional. Pe- uh, we're naturally maternal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And we connect to people in so many different ways, not just the touchy feely or romantic side of things, right? There's, we have girlfriends who are, you know, become (laughs) sisters and, and all of that stuff. So we're so multifaceted in, in, in a lot of ways and having someone that have your skills and understand the birthing process and the birthing journey as more than just purely physical is something really important and and something that I think doulas don't get the recognition a lot of the times in the medical world yeah. as being an asset in something that yeah. is really essential. Absolutely. Right. People give birth every day. It, it we've yeah. done it since the fact. beginning of time. <laughs> yeah. We've done it since, <laughs> you know, way back then. Since so, Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah. So like why why are we think why do we think that creating a business or like a like an efficient like boom 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 kind of like Mm. let's just give birth give birth give birth and then send them on their merry way and 
it's right. just something that's been very normalized in a lot of our healthcare systems to walk away and say, okay, that's all we do is just deliver and give back the baby and good luck. You know, um, right. it's a much more intentional and intimate process that has become very industrialized in my yeah, opinion. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So thank you so much for what you do. I can, <laughs> you know, just, just talking to you just shortly, just, I can hear your, your heart and this is your mission. This is what you have been called to do. And that's just really special for folks like me to, to witness that. So thank you. So thank you for what you do. And thank you for walking alongside women who might not have anyone to to do this with her, but to also emphasize that what she's doing is amazing and possible and that she can do this, you know, mm-hmm. and that it's been done before her hundreds and thousands and millions of times and that she's, she was made, she was made for that, right? She was made to do this yeah. um, and her body yeah. was designed to do this. Absolutely. So it's not something crazy and it's not something that she can't not accomplish. Not something to be a afraid of yeah. I think is one of the biggest things like yeah. fear is one of the first emotions that come up like and not because of even just being a mom sometimes it's the fear of childbirth mm-hmm. and at yeah. least for for a lot of people that sure. you know, might not have other other situations to worry about sure. but just the fear of giving birth is like one of the first hurdles to get over yeah yeah <laughs> My yeah. sister was pretty much going my sister is is expecting again and she's just like dude Aww. the only thing I was really scared of was if I was going to poop during giving birth. <laughs> and I hear that Doodle, a lot. Doulas are not judgmental by the way. I should throw that in when it comes to like the bodily function. It and I have to say like going from like I mean my I hadn't my baby brother he's like gosh he's going to be 20. He's my baby brother. Aww. And I mean, he, that was like the last time I really dealt with a baby until like I got pregnant myself. Mm-hmm. Like I hadn't really dealt with a lot of babies since yeah. then. I worked mostly with adults and teens and I really loved kind of talking to people who can talk to me and mm-hmm. have conversations. But mm-hmm. now it's just like, I mean, it's about the babies. I love the babies, but it's, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's about the moms, it's about mm-hmm. the parents. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I laugh. I always tell my clients, I'm like bodily stuff, forget it. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. And it's like, it's not like I'm like, that's, that's not what it's about. This yeah. is a natural process. Like I yeah. could care less. Like I, for the most part, like I will be behind you or, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> right. at the same time, it's like, look, I'm not the midwife. I'm yeah. not the OB. So yeah. I know, but like, you know, with my last client, like I, cause the dad wanted to take pictures and, and cut the cord and oh. trauma could be something as simple as they had an unexpected C-section and that was not their plan at all. Even if they were as prepared, like it still could be traumatic. And I think that was more so my case, mm-hmm. which in my case is kind of a lower end, but then you have, you know, people who go into, you know, preterm birth, you know, stillbirth and, mm-hmm. and loss and things like that. And like, right. it's, it's, you really have to have a special heart to be able to help those parents through those situations. So I didn't yeah. want to leave that out as well. And, and yeah. to negate that, especially we're in October. So it's miscarriage and infant loss month. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to also share kind of like my, my heart and my prayers to those people who are experiencing infant loss mm-hmm. and infertility and things like that as well. So well, thank you so much for for saying that. Yes, for for someone that that 
deals with infertility. Thank you so much for saying that. So I adopted my son all of years ago. And yes, talking about bodily functions. It's one of my dreams. (laughs) Adoption. I would love to adopt at some point. Yeah, at some point. It is um, (laughs) a magical experience to love someone like that. But I always, you know, I've, I don't think I'll ever go through yeah. the, the de- labor and delivery process, but to, mm. to, yeah, you know, I picked up my son on day two of his life and to yeah. go through that journey with him as an infant with being sleep deprived and learning very quickly how to be this maternal figure to this yeah. little thing, to this little human. Right. I was like, how do women that give birth do this? You know, like, Wait, you know, he had colic. So it was like every half an hour he was crying his head off. And like, I was literally a zombie. And so how do you do that when you're bleeding, you're exhausted, you went through this very, you know, could be very smooth or very traumatic experience. And then now you're in charge of taking care and keeping alive this little human being that you've been entrusted to. So props to moms across the world for Mm -hmm. doing that because us adoptive moms are like, yeah, we were made to adopt. (laughs) You know, like we don't know how to do that. I mean, don't, don't underestimate doulas do work with adoption and adoptive parents as well, especially in your case, you know, adopting a a baby, a basically newborn infant, even having a postpartum doula help you with, you know, getting through the night experience. I mean, yeah. anything. It could be, yeah. you know. Um, no, I did not. You know, yeah, I there's did so not many know. ways that they still help that. Yeah, I did yeah. not know that doulas can help adoptive moms. Like, we're hoping yep. to adopt again soon and, you know, God willing. And that is something I will totally tap yeah. into. <laughs> it yeah. was like, well, please and, come help. Yeah, and also, you know, moms that, you know, have multiples have other children as well. Yes. Like they, they often think, oh, you know, I've done this before. And in maybe they have, and maybe they're amazing mothers and parents. I know a lot of them. Yes. But it's like, even just having like extra hand here or there mm-hmm. for like a week or whatever, it's like, right. You know, obviously like we'll, we'll still try and try and put that out there and convince some of those parents, <laughs> but a yeah. lot of parents who've had a doula, understand the value of a doula and yes. will hire a doula again. Right, so right, right. that is much more likely to happen. Or yeah. if they didn't have a doula, regretted not having a doula, <laughs> will then hire a doula. Yeah. So those tend to be, you know, who we we fall into. And of course, you know, mothers in need that are hopefully very well connected with mm-hmm. the support system that has said, why don't we look into a doula? And those are amazing organizations. Yes. An organization yeah. is interested in funding or recommending a doula to a client more power to them yo yeah we're big doula fans <laughs> so so thank you so much again Yay. nicole for this beautiful conversation thank you. we we just are in awe of what you guys do and just love 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 doulas and all that you provide you know, just the support for you know we see women that like you said have no partner in their life you know they're estranged from their families or they're far away and to walk this pregnancy journey can be really really daunting so we are always like mm-hmm. hyping up doulas and be like did you reach out to a doula can we recommend a doula so thank you so much for what you do and i'm sure listeners out there who are pregnant about to give birth or whatever journey they're on to just really consider looking into doulas as that support system that they might need. So, cause you don't have to do it alone. Absolutely. That's the best part. Nope.
No, you don't have to. We're here yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I'm here for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, I, I realized I skipped over the virtual doula part, but maybe part two another time. We'll see. But, yes. Yes, absolutely. You can reach out to me and chat oh. if anyone wants to know more about virtual. Thank you. so. Well, thank so. you so much, Nicole, for saying <laughs> that. That's You've been so approachable and reachable. Thank you so much. And thank you for all that you do. Thank you. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more information about the services we provide. Book an appointment or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you like this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.